podcast i'm going to ruin hotel kettles for you gross you will never ever use a hotel kettle again after hearing what people are doing in them awesome plus it's the number one reason that people might consider dating you 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 me okay everybody it's just it's what's happening and there's apparently an answer to this now what's your favorite month Mm. and what is your least favorite month and which one are we the most divided on (laughs) take a listen you're waking up with Holly and Nira on 94.5 Virgin Radio. What's your favorite month of the year? What's your favorite month? Think about it. There's 12 of them. Thank you. You're welcome. I was just counting in my head. Because this is what we need to spend our money on. We now know, according to the majority of the population, the favorite month of the year and also the least favorite month of the year. Oh, there's multiple. There's two. Of the least favorite, mm-hmm. and there's one favorite. Yeah. Do you have any guesses you'd like to give out first? Um, I'm gonna guess something about spring. Okay. As the favorite, a favorite. That is absolutely correct. April is the most favorite April month of the year. Okay. Yeah. There you it go. It makes sense. You hear it. You feel it. You smell yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know, people just love the smell of spring. Even if I. Really analyze it for a moment. It's all about being spring fresh. Like so many like laundry detergents mm-hmm. and softeners are all about spring. Mm-hmm. Spring. Right? Totally, There's totally. never one about fall. Yeah, it's like, here, put the deodorant on. Smells like depression. You're like, no, I'm good. Okay, I'm wow. good. I can naturally <laughs> smell like that. Thank you. Okay, was it? It was like no, dark, rainy that, mornings. That's very for dark. For months in a row. Very dark. But even then, it's spring rain. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If you do want to smell yeah. like rain. Spring rain. never autumn I rain. I swear I'm wearing that. <laughs> yes. Right? Spring fresh, spring, spring rain, rain, yeah, rain yeah, yeah. spring sunshine. Mm-hmm. Everything's about spring. So yes. April is officially the favorite month of the year. It gives us like hope. Yeah. I swear, like I see a something blooming and I'm like, we're going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? It's really wow. I know. I mean, April is my favorite because my birthday's in April. Okay, boo. <laughs> I love it. Okay. It's so great. The sun starts shining. It's yeah, beautiful. It is good. It's a nice transition. Uh, and then there is kind of, there's two that people do not like and is like tied for kind of like the worst months of the year. Okay. January and February. Oh, I was going to guess November and January. November's not very high on the list either. Yeah. November's pretty low. Yeah. But January, February are the least liked. Hmm. And then there's one month that's quite divisive, they say. Okay. It's it's totally divided. Half love it, half can't stand it. And that month is December. Uh, You know what I mean? And it totally makes sense. Oh, there you are, December. You kind of love it, or you're like, get me out of here. I think it totally depends on where you are in your life. Right? Right? If you're like newly single and you're like, oh, here we go. I got to go back home now. My parents going to wonder why I'm single again. Right. right? Or if you're like, okay, I've got a new relationship or I've got a new baby and it's their first Christmas. Yeah. It's baby's first Christmas. You know, it totally depends on what's happening for you. I'm I'm definitely an on the fence person about Christmas month, mm-hmm. like the Christmas month of December, because I feel there's too much pressure on all of us to behave mm. a certain way. I see a lot of most people let loose. No. They're like, booze in the morning, it's Christmas. When do they say the most family issues come up? 
Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. When is all the drama? Yeah, yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. When does like Uncle Charlie have too much to drink and mm-hmm. then all the issues that have been bottled up inside just start spewing out? Yeah. Everybody's wound up so tight that the littlest thing sends someone off. It's always Christmas. Everybody's like, great. And it happened on Christmas. Yeah, you ruined it. I'm like, okay, we're not even. My like, family and I have a contest every year. Who's going to ruin Christmas? Like everybody wants to? No, nobody wants to. Oh, you but mean you some, bet. Somebody always does. Somebody yeah, yeah, always yeah, yeah. ruins Christmas. Christmas, yeah. so you guys take bets on yeah. who's going to ruin yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. not a contest of I get to ruin Christmas this year or I'm going to ruin Christmas. That would ruin it, though. <laughs> that so I'm going to do that this year. Thank you. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. I had a major aha moment on the weekend. Okay. Like, uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, she's pounding the pavement here. I couldn't pounding, believe it. Pounding, pounding. Okay, you know, I am a true cat lady at heart, right? Like, cat lady. <laughs> I've only ever had a cat my whole life. I've only ever had a cat. But. You had a cat named Chin Chin, rest in peace. Yes, who died last year. She was 18. 18. You had her for the whole 18 years? Yes, got her as a kitten. Rescued her from a basement in Richmond. Wow. Anyway, her and I were best friends and she died last year. And then I was forced against my will to get a puppy. <laughs> I actually organized oh, the whole thing. Oh, it must thing. be so hard. <laughs> we got a dog. We got a puppy. Yes. In November. And she's six months now, Cola. She's lovely. She's fine. She's okay, a wait. dog. You're not talking the way you should be when you get a puppy or a dog. You're very like, uh, she's fine. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to figure out dogs still. Okay. okay? She's okay. Because she's the number cute. one thing that Holly has <laughs> made fun of me, who I've been a dog person, I think, like yeah. forever, mm-hmm. but had a dog for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, was why do we look at our dogs when they poop? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm starting to do that. Like, I'm starting to morph into, like, a weird dog person. Well, yeah, because you they want you to look at them. They look at you to make sure you're looking at them, yes. protecting them, because they're vulnerable yeah. doing their thing, so they look at their pack to protect them. Okay. That's part of their instinct, by the okay. way. So but don't look away? No, you're supposed to look at Stare them. Stare at them. Well, yes, okay. because they're looking at you for protection. Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, on the weekend, I had a major aha moment, Nira. Yeah. My dog chewed a very important document of mine. <laughs> and I was like, my dog ate my homework is a real thing. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know. Like in high yeah. school, like that was a real excuse. I was like, oh, totally, guys. My dog ate my homework. Okay. This could have this been life-changing for me. Mm-hmm. This could have got me out of so many things. But didn't you need a dog? Well, there's, yes. That's the first part. But maybe they didn't know I didn't have a dog. Well, usually they figure it out. What a good excuse. Mm. Dogs. Fine, one for dogs. Point. <laughs> Point for dogs. So what, what was this document? Um, it was like a registration form for my son. It was, <laughs> it was actually very, very important, and I totally procrastinated, and it had been sitting on the table forever. How does how did the dog get it from the table? It like got like you know how you have like a stack of yeah s- just stuff yes like a little cl- and a dro- it flew to the floor. My husband calls it the drop zone. He's yeah. very annoyed by the drop zone, but there it is on the do- yeah. And I and I was wiping the table, and all these papers fell on the floor. Yes. And Cola thought it would be hilarious to grab this paper and ran. And she got it and ran. And by the time I got her, she had shredded it. Oh, my. I was like, that's I, like unsavable. Un- okay. It's done. Your dog ate your homework. Done. Too bad you're not in school. I'm considering going back. Are you going to teach this to your kids to use? <laughs> yes, I am. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. Sleeping this way could add five years to your life. You want to add five more years? I do. According to a brand new study, 
This study that was presented over the weekend shows that having good sleep patterns can add years to your life. Duh. Okay. Obviously, <laughs> who paid for this study? We know. But they We've a, heard it. They did a lot of work. They talked to really smart people. Okay. It was at this like annual giant scientific session that happens over the weekend. Okay. And according to this brand new study, that having and getting good sleep can add years to your life. The new research also suggests that about 8 to 10% of deaths for just reasons, you know, sometimes they just don't, they're just like reasons, mm-hmm. are due to poor sleep patterns. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Okay. They did this five sleep-related factor thing, okay? It was like a sleep pattern score. They brought up a bunch of things on this. There was like five major things. But one of the things, okay, ready for it? One of the things that is so important so you can add years to your life is waking, feeling, rested at least five days a week. Get real. How dare you? At least. real. Okay, first of all, Holly, Pop quiz. How many days are in a week? Seven. Okay. So waking, feeling, rested at least five days a week? Five? What does that even mean, waking, feeling, rested? I honest to God don't remember the last time I woke up and I was like, I'm good. I don't want to go back to sleep. I think the last I time. I, could, I don't need any more rest. I think that was me at Sparkling Hill. Years. Didn't you like 12 years ago? <laughs> I don't think it was 12 oh years ago. But yeah, I think it was like, it was a good like eight, seven years ago. Really? It was the last time I woke up and I felt totally rested. Huh. I'm I'm not joking. Remember you thought I had work done? That's yeah. how rested I was. I was convinced. Yeah. No, I slept. Yeah. It's called sleep. Yeah. You know, it just, it, yeah. they say it is, and I say it all the time, it's free. I know. Why don't we do it? But like one more episode, one more episode. I've had such a long day. I haven't had any rest. So now what I'm going to do, I'm going to stay up till like midnight. Yeah. I'm actually worried about about, about the lack of sleep I get. Well, my, my family is close to having like an intervention with me. Legit about yes. sleep. Yes. Like last week I didn't get, I got under five hours, I think five days in a row. Yes. So there you go. There you go. And I could feel it. The other thing that they were saying, like, you know, define, like, low-risk people. Like, yeah. Uh, or, sorry, we are high-risk, but yeah. low-risk people are people who sleep seven to eight hours per day. Uh, people who um, do not have difficulty falling asleep mm. less than two times a week. Okay, Who two, are these people? Um, people who don't have trouble staying asleep at least twice a week. I always How many up. people of these, I want to know this study. I don't okay, know I want to know this stat. I know. How many people that feel, quote, well rested or whatever when they wake up five days a week have kids I want to know and I want to know what they do for a living and I want to know how much money they make a year and I want to know who they who they know so who do they know invitation I mean information yes and I don't think you have an invitation to that I need to know this <laughs> information because <laughs> how, how I think that's very private I don't know if you have privy if you're privy to that information privy me <laughs> please <laughs> Holly and Nira Holly and Nira Virgin Radio Well, bad news for single people. I'm so sorry. This is just the reality of the world right now. The number one reason people are considering dating you. Like you. And you. And you. And you. You! All of us. 
Okay. Because somebody would be able to pay for half the costs. <laughs> you! Oh, cost-sharing dating. They're calling it the rising cost of being single. Yeah. And this is like a sad reality. And the saddest part is people are like lowering, lowering their standards. People are staying with people longer than they should just because they're like, well, he is paying half the rent. <laughs> well, yeah. Imagine. Oh, my God. It does make sense. But what about roommates? Can't you just roommate that? People are staying together after they break up. They're like, boy, we've got that sweet pad in Kitsilano. Can't get rid of it. Okay, but you're saying if someone is single, bad news for the single people yes. out there. The number one reason that they're dating people also is because they're looking at them as a way to save money for Correct. their future. Forget, like, what are they like? Where What are their family values? It's like, do they have money to split the rent and to split the grocery bill with me? Great, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm, I remember those days. Of friends. Yes, I remember. I remember people just being like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll move. I, I'm going to move in with this guy. I'm like, you really? You guys have only been dating. Yeah. It's just, it'll save us money. He's got a sweet apartment. And it's getting really bad right now. They're saying this is the first time for our generations mm. to have to see this kind of spike in prices. Everything is so expensive right now. Mm-hmm. So expensive. I, it makes sense, doesn't it? Sadly. Yeah. Our producer, Darren, is here, Darren. You're single. Yeah. I mean, you're single. I <laughs> yes. didn't mean to say it like it's such a bad thing. No, it's, yeah. So we, we're just bringing you're it up because good. you're single. Is this, is this your reality? Of course. Yeah, I've often thought about that, that if I was living in Vancouver and I had a partner mm-hmm. and they shared the bedroom with me, my rent would be halved. So that would be pretty sweet. Imagine oh, that. wait, wait, because right now you have a roommate? Well, Multiple. See, I have I have two roommates, but okay. we have different rooms. Yeah. But I know couples, there's like two couples to an apartment. So yes. then they can split the rent four ways. So this is my question. So imagine if you started dating and you found out that a girl was definitely like super uber interested in you and wanting to get things going to the next level just so she could make it to your bedroom. Yeah. To split well, the cost. I was yeah. going to say that's his goal. <laughs> Always. Holly and Nira. And now... Oh, yeah, it happened. Chris Rock, the Netflix special, touched on Will Smith, of course, and poked fun at Meghan Markle. That's today's top biz story. Almost a year ago. Almost a year ago, that infamous slap that happened at the Oscars. Chris Rock making fun of Jada Pinkett Smith. Will Smith walks up and slaps the man. It was intense. A lot of people have been waiting. Waiting. Chris Rock finally addressed it. Didn't hold back on his Netflix special, which was live yesterday, one week before the Oscars of 2023. And uh, yeah, he's like, a lot of people want, you know, they want to know about Will Smith. And let's go there. People like didn't hurt. It still hurts. How come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Poor guy. Oh my gosh. He had uh, a complete tour scheduled right after the Oscars when yeah. he was hosting. And one of the hardest parts for him was going on this tour because he was scheduled to go and continue. Mm-hmm. And people wanted him to make jokes about the slap. And he's like, no, that's not part of my routine. Yeah, also, I'm still processing, man. Leave me alone. And I'm a professional. Like, let me figure this out. That's that's not defining me. Totally, right? Makes mm-hmm. sense. So now he's doing it on his terms. It makes sense. And uh, one of the biggest things for him, I think one of the biggest things he could say is how he was raised. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why he didn't do anything back. He just stood there. He's like, you messed up. Mm-hmm. You messed up. 
Big time. Yeah, and you brought this up right after it had happened. Oh, yeah. I, I remember growing up, I'm part of the BIPOC community, I'm Indian, and there's already, like, racist undertones. Stereotypes. Of course. And one of the biggest issues that I had with this Will Smith and Chris Rock thing was, first of all, Will Smith, black, slapped another black man, one of his own, okay? But did it in front of the world to see, mm-hmm. as in in front of the white people. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to do that business? You do it inside your home, okay? Do it inside <laughs> your home? Come on over. Yeah, but do, it's the right. worst thing because the stereotype is already there. Right. And we're already being told we're already we have to work harder, we have mm-hmm. to behave more, we mm-hmm. have to be more elegant, we have to be more professional, we have to, we have to, we have to. Yeah. That's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Because the stereotypes are already there, someone's already there to cut us down. So you can't give them a reason to cut you down. And Will Smith was already there to collect an Oscar for like the first black man yes. to win it in forever. He Best was already actor. It was already it was he was putting he was putting the spotlight on the, an amazing thing for the BIPOC community, and then he wrecked it all. It's so terrible. And also, uh, one of the things that Chris Rock did address is, you know, am I going to be on Oprah? Am I going to do these interviews where I can get a whole bunch of money? But I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah again, crying. And that led to his discussion of Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle seemed like a nice lady, just complaining. I was like, did she hit the light skin lottery? Some of that sh- she went through was not racism. It was just some in-law. <laughs> I I, I kind of agree with Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff is just, dude. This stuff happens. You got married into the royal family. What mm-hmm. did you? think? think was going to happen yeah the naive stuff i got no time for yeah like, come I, on i love that chris rock was able to call her out yeah i really do you got to watch the special you can still catch it it is on netflix and uh side note one of megan markle's friends was caught laughing backstage at chris rock's show okay <laughs> so that's pretty amazing uh and former also friends former yeah, friends yeah, now, consider now. A former friend megan markle almost left prince harry <laughs> Yeah, Prince Harry, uh, he was doing an interview and he discussed an argument that he kind of wrote about in his memoir, Spare. Okay. And in this argument, I mean, in this in this argument that he talked about in his memoir, he talked about how Meghan Markle threatened to leave him. Oh, the argument got so bad. And in this interview, he went on to say he really needed that. He needed her to threaten him that she was going to leave him because he needed that pushback because the thought of losing her is what really sent him over the edge. Oh, boy. Okay? Uh, he says that this argument, he it became very touchy. He snapped. It took an unexpected turn. He was uh, disappropriately, sloppily angry and addressed her very harshly. And Ooh. yeah, yeah. And she had to be like, you do that again and this is done. Like, we are over. Now, did she do what my friend did? My friend pretended to leave and did, had nothing in a suit suitcase and her 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 boyfriend came home and she was like standing at the door with her suitcase and he's oh. like what are you doing she's like i'm leaving and he walked over and picked up the suitcase and it was empty he's like no you're not oh, what she's like yeah why didn't i put fake stuff in there i could leave it was a whole thing what but she's like looking back had i known to really threaten the leave uh-huh. you gotta pack a, ba- a real bag did they stay together yeah they did okay this is so confusing <laughs> Oh, yeah. So they still stayed together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And word on the street is that some Grey's Anatomy cast members were allegedly very happy and glad to see that Ellen Pompeo was leaving. (laughs) 
Ellen Pompeo, Dr. Meredith Grey, because uh, she is left. She'll make like random like guest appearances now on oh, the boy. show. And they're just saying that she had like a colossal ego and it was just growing and people were really feeling the pressure and she just became like a tyrant to work with on the show. So her leaving was like one of the best things. Like everybody's like, <sighs> yeah, but she was like the show. I think you got to be careful. She wasn't I think the, ego, the ego is part of like she her, she had a big name. She I was guess. careful. Oh, she was the most annoying character to me, Doctor Meredith Grey. Even though it's mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy, but I was like, you're so annoying. You're constantly a victim on the show. I'm losing it. But didn't you like to watch it for that reason that it, like annoyed you? And no, oh. I stopped. I actually laughed because it was like too many storylines of her mm-hmm. being this victim. I was over it. Hmm. Like just it was too much. Is it just called Anatomy now? No, it's still Grey's Anatomy because oh, she makes guest appearances. I guess. <laughs> Okay. I'm Nira, and that's the biz. Catch up on more biz stories. Is it back anytime? 94.5 virginradio.ca. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Dating deal breaker. There was something I brought up last week on the show. A girlfriend of mine went on a date with this guy. Max, she says, because they were out for a happy hour. The max that the bill could have been is like nine bucks, okay? Because it was a drink and a drink. She already paid for her own before he even got there. Like that? Yeah. And then he put down a $20 bill for his drink. Max with tip. She's like, with a, a proper tip, nine bucks. Put down a 20. Server came and he straight up was like, no change. Keep the change. Okay. And she's like, that is a deal breaker. Make it ring, girl, make it ring. Make it ring, girl, make it ring. We talked about this last week. Holly and I were talking about it. And then our producer... I completely agreed, by the way. Yes, you completely agreed. Such my a girlfriend. D-bag move. A D-bag move. Oh, and our so producer, gross. Scott, comes running in, running, panting. Wow. <laughs> He's like, I would have done the same thing as this guy. I, I came in and I said, I've never been more shocked at you two, to, at the audacity of you two, to call that a D-bag move. Totally. Deal breaker. He's just a, a, a being generous, being a generous <laughs> no, tipper makes no. a guy a D-bag? No, nah, that's not, not what he's doing. No, that wasn't a generous tip. That was, no. uh, I put down a 20 for a total $9 bill. That's more than 100%, isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. But so what? Okay. So then we thought maybe we're being a bit harsh. Or, okay, fine. Holly's like, no. But I was like, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Brought in producer Darren, who's single. Darren, what did you think of this guy's $20 bill on a $9 total with tip? Scott, I'm sorry, but I'm with Holly and Ira here. Yeah. Yes. I think he was showing off. And I don't think, you got to ask yourself, would he do that if he was there by himself? No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. And what's no. he making up for with his a $10 tip? <laughs> $11. No, $11 boo, tip. Boo, I don't on like a $9 it. bill. It's ego-y. It's, yeah, weird. it's weird. I don't it's, like it. Like, no. What is the intention of what he's trying to prove exactly. by putting down a 20 for a $9 total, including tip? type bill. And Scott, you would do this, so tell us what's the intention. Yeah, I think that it's just to show, like, A, you're generous, nope. and you appreciate nope. the service, nope. and also that, like, you're not so concerned with money, you're not, it's not, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's so concerned? But it's like, so concerned? Like that, that is unrelatable. Like $9 it's, total? She's like, the drink was $5. And he left a 20 and no. said no change. Like For it's a $5 bucks, drink? It just, it the, the the change, the shrapnel, like you're going to get a whole bunch of change and stuff back. It's like, eh, whatever. I, you know, it's just going to get just lost say five. in the car seats, just whatever. Say, I'll just take, keep it. Just say, I'll take a, even if he had said, I'll take a five back, she would yeah. be like, oh. Okay, that's he's a nice generous, tip. but still being 
conscious, being realistic. And anyone, if it, like, she said it was happy hour. He had a highball. It was five bucks. It was five dollars. He left a 20. And also, are we supposed to be impressed by that? Wouldn't he want her to be like, oh my gosh, let me take my shirt off right here. You just left such a big tip. I don't know. It's gross. But she, like, she didn't, she she called it. Like, that was it. She had a drink and she was done. She did not want to see the guy again. Now, I want to know. Again, I mean, maybe I should be doing your job sure. because Scott could leave a 20 <laughs> on a $5 highball. I'm not saying so. I would do it all the time. It's just once in a while. I think, yeah, there is an intention to impress a little bit there, but yep. it's like, it's five It's five bucks. You're oh, splitting hairs over wait, five bucks. Wait, so now you are admitting it was to impress, not just because he was trying to be well, I a think nice he, tipper. I think yeah. he's trying to also show her that like, yes, that I what? am a good tipper and I am generous and I'm not really like, oh. So tight like, on money. Yeah, so he was lying. I mean, what if he is tight on money? Like, that's what I'm trying to say. What is he trying to prove? I'm so rich that I can yeah, impress you with my matter? money? I think it's like, it's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm easy going. I'm here's 20. Let's get out of and here. And also, like, read the friggin' room. She already paid for her drink. So she's already trying to put it out there to you. As a man, I'm independent. I don't mm-hmm. need you paying for my drink. Yes. The fact is then who was he trying to impress? Was he trying to impress the date he was on? Or was he trying to impress the server? Because that went through my yeah. mind. Yeah, wait, was the bartender female? Well, he didn't see the bartender. Oh, the I don't know what he. I don't know what female? he gave the bartender. Maybe yeah. he wanted to give the bartender something a 50. too. <laughs> Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. The spiritual meaning of going pee. <laughs> Stop now! I need to go pee. I know, right? As soon as you hear that, we talked about sneezing last week because Nira and I had this weird, like zenny double sneeze moment where we both sneezed at the same time. Remember that? Exact same time. I had one sneeze. And I had two. Mm -hmm. Then I Googled. And sneezing once means something good has been said about you. Nice. Sneezing twice means something bad has been said about you. (laughs) So we got on this whole like hidden spiritual meaning of sneezing. And then we both had to go pee at the exact same time. So I was like, well, I got to Google this. I bet you there's a hidden spiritual meaning of going pee. And Nira, there is. To go pee. Now, first of all, it says it could mean that your bladders are full. Boring. No. Usually. No. I'm going to go no. with bladder no. full because I pee mm. like 20 times a day. I'm so hydrated. <laughs> I drink water. I drink water. I really try to drink a lot of water. Is your pee clear? Oh, yes. Um, I pride myself on my clear pee. Don't mess with me in the color of my pee. Okay. Okay. Very touchy subject. So it could mean your bladder's full, whatever. Mm. But pee, Nira, is seen as a way to purify, (laughs) to cleanse. Okay. Negative energy. Are you are you okay right now? I mean, I love spiritual stuff. I mean, seriously, that's always been my thing. But I'm really going to go with no. when you got to go pee. Listen. When you got to go pee, it usually means your bladder is full. Emotional release. No. They say if you have to go pee, it is a sign of emotional release. There's more. Pee can symbolize a time for renewal. Cleansing, like I said, pee can represent the act of surrendering or giving up control of something near a... Dude, does that not speak to you in your life right now? Yes, but wait. I need way more information about this. No problem. Are they talking about just the sensation of urination? (laughs) It's a urination (laughs) sensation. (laughs) They're talking about all of it. No, they're not. 
don't pee. Okay, no. How you have stop. to stop what you're doing. You can't uh, you can't say to the universe, I'm not peeing today. <laughs> you have to lean in. Dude, I know. I've never tried to say to the universe, okay, I'm good. not peeing today. Because good. it's also a very natural human bodily function. Mm-hmm. And I, I pride myself on the fact that I drink lots of water and mm. then I need to release. Mm-hmm. But I really do believe that that's just science and my body. Nope. It's the yeah, universe, no, dude. It's not bad. Next time you go Don't pee. even talk to me about number two. <laughs> I'm going to Google that Don't. next. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Are you present with presence? Well... You got me already. We're always hearing constantly over and over again how we need to be more present. Totally. Right? In the moment. In the moment. Mind. Be mindful. And when I ask, are you present with presence? I'm talking about presence. Like birthday presents. Are you present with presence? Because I went to my girlfriend's birthday over the weekend. She was having a little... Girls night at her house for her birthday. Perfect. Super amazing. Told us all to come in the comfiest clothes we own. Love that. So great. Sweatsuit party. I don't know what she thought was going to happen. She had like, I think like 800 bottles of alcohol. Okay. And I was like, I don't know what you think is happening, but. 48, sure. (laughs) All right. And I brought her a little gift. And when I got there, I handed her the gift. I'm like, oh, here's a little something for you. And she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then she started opening it. Like right there, in the entrance. As nice. I arrived, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, we're oh, oh, we're doing this right now. Oh, okay. And I stood there, and I watched her open the present that I got her in the moment. She was present with the present. Nice. And she's like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. I got her a cute little necklace. She's like, I love this so much. Like, oh, let me just find some scissors. Cut off the tape. Put the necklace on right away. She's like, I love it. Do you like it? I'm like, ah, uh, I. <laughs> I don't remember the last time, besides my children, that someone has opened a present that I gave to them in person like that. Yeah. In the moment. In the moment. And not in like a weird group setting. No. We did it still. There was still lot. There was lots of girls, women, all of us women at her house, but they were in the other room. Mm -hmm. But as I entered, I handed her the gift. She opened it privately just between the two of us. I love it. It was, it was such a... It was intimate. I, it was so intimate, but not because I could hear, woo, in the side, you right. know. Uh, but yet, it was so present. You know what, though? I, I think she's really smart, your friend. It was such a interesting moment. I haven't done that in forever. But it was everybody nice of her. Politely just takes it and like, thank you so much. And I'll open it later. And then mm-hmm. a couple of days later, we were all talking about it because she did it with all of us. And I was like, I walked into the room. I go, do you know what just happened? Do you know what just happened? You know what the birthday mm-hmm. girl just did? They're like, right? Me too. So weird, right? Oh my gosh. What was it? They're like, normally people, then a couple of days later, you get the thank you text. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for the necklace. Mm-hmm. But no, this was... No, this chick is smart. Your friend yeah. whose birthday it was. Yeah. First of all, she didn't have to do the weird big circle thing. Everyone sit down. Oh, gosh, no. Sit down. We're going to open presents. No. That Never is my do that. absolute nightmare. Never do that. Disclaimer ever. It's the worst for everyone. The worst. The worst. But this way is the best. She doesn't have to remember to send a text or like a picture of her wearing it in two no. weeks. Be like, thank you so much again. Oh, my God. Look, it matches this dress. Like, yeah. she doesn't have to do that. She's already taken that out. She said thank you. Yeah. She's got that out of the way. Yeah. You guys can just party. Give me an amazing it. hug. It's, it's, Loved it so much. It's amazing. Saw her reaction. But it was so yeah. funny. She's like, okay, let's just open it. I'm like, hi, hi, hi. But why not? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. This is such yeah. a bizarre concept to me. I know. 
Well, that's how we used to do it back in the day. Yeah. You'd someone can you a gift, you'd open it. Yeah. Not put right it away. Then, rip it open. Right? Yeah. I think like my son's birthday was January twenty third. Yeah. We still have birthday presents he hasn't opened because what? my family came over to deliver. I don't know. Give them to me. <laughs> I'll open them in the moment. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. A warning for you. You will never use a hotel kettle again after what I have to tell you. Warning. 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 I'm going to ruin hotel kettles for you. Mira, you're not going to be able to handle this. And this is real. This is happening. What? Guess what people are doing in their hotel kettles? You're making me think of bodily fluids. No. Well, sort of. They're involved. People are washing their underwear in hotel kettles. What? Ew. Yes. Ew! And there is proof out there on Ew. TikTok. TikTok has the proof. What do you mean? People are, they call it a travel life hack. They are filling up the kettle with water. They're putting their underwear in the kettle with the water, underwear inside. Ew! A little bit of dish soap. No! Turn on the kettle. Let it boil. It's like a mini washing machine. Done. Ew, that's so disgusting. It's happening everywhere. And there are people... <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Oh I actually think God. it's a brilliant hack. Oh, my God. So sorry. How many times while you're on vacation have you washed underwear, bra, whatever, in the sink? You All the wash, time. Why can't you continue to wash in the sink? Because why would you not use the kettle? It does the boiling. It's 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 more... Um, sanitizing. Sanitizing. Yeah, but then are people using the kettle what the kettle is for? They sure are. After they wash their underwear in it? Well, how would you know whether or not your kettle has had underwear wash in it or not? You don't. You, you don't. Oh, you don't. This is terrible. It's so <laughs> disgusting. I Honestly, what you're supposed to just uh, do is when you're in the shower, yeah. you just wash your underwear when you're in the shower. Mm. That's the easy. You want just, it's a life hack. It's easy. It sits there. You're already washing your body. You just right. wash it and then you hang it to dry. Why do you need to, what is happening that you the need boiling. to? boiling. But do, nobody... You don't boil. Do you use the kettle when you're in a hotel room? Yes, because I love my tea. Hmm. I love my tea. Will you use it now? I don't know. No, you're. Bl- I can't. It's actually making, ironically, my blood boil <laughs> right now. Let's add underwear. Holly and Nira. It's time for Holly and Nira's Snoop Loop. So excited. Snoop Dogg with Khalifa. The high school reunion tour coming Friday, July the 7th. Beat the street tickets happening with us right now. That's right. Tickets for Snoop go on sale this Friday, March 10th, 10 a.m. Ticketmaster.ca. But why buy? Who can even afford tickets right now? Nobody. That's right. That's why we're hooking you up because we love you. We're looking for caller number 25 to play. Holly and Nira, Snoop Loop. We have looped a line from a very well-known Snoop Dogg song. Just tell us what song it is and you win. Is this uh, is this Alana and Aldergrove? It is. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Okay, we're gonna play you the Snoop Loop. You tell us the Snoop song, and you're going to see Snoop D O Double G. Okay. Here we go. Take a listen. So don't change the diesel. Turn it up a little. So don't change the diesel. Turn it up a little. So don't change the diesel. Turn it up a little. We've looped it. We've looped it. Now you tell us what Snoop Loop it is, and these tickets are yours, Alana. Drop it like it's hot. Drop, Drop it like, like it's hot. hot. 
Drop them back in the car. Drop them back in the car. Hey, you got it, honey. Yeah, Lada, you're going. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be such a fun show. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so excited. Literally, I heard you guys announce it, and I called my husband, and I was like, we are going. We're going. Oh, and you are. Go tomorrow. And I'm like, Joe, you are going, and you are calling on or getting on on Friday morning, and we are getting those tickets. You like, need to. Well, now you got them. You don't even have to worry oh, about Friday God. morning. These tickets are all yours, so you and your hubby are going together? Uh, yes, we are definitely going together. What okay. a nice wifey you are. Yeah, you can change oh, your mind, by the way. It's not till July. I'm just saying. It's annoying. You know, whatever. July the 7th. You would kill me. A lot of these tickets are all yours. Congratulations, sweetheart. We're going to do it again tomorrow morning, 830, right after the biz. Play Holly and Nira's Snoop.